This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 731, Multi-Pet Bonanza. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atareads2021. That's bit.ly slash atareads2021. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. We're also sponsored by Amazon Music Unlimited. Check them out at getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsas, where they have over 70 million songs across all different styles. Again, that's getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsas to get your free trial today. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Thandeth, the non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty, and the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth. And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros, and with me I have Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Hello. How you doing there, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing all right. I mean, the Jets are losing, but, you know, I'm used to that by now. They're not. They're, they're down one nothing to Oilers. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so that did not started. see that. that. That's why we started when we did, because I'm like, oh, never mind. I'm not going to bother wasting my time. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we also have Allie. Hey, Allie. Hello. How are you doing today? I am glad to be back. I am glad we survived another Monday. And I'm excited to talk about some things and stuff. Well, we're glad to have you here. And we missed you last week. <laughs> Is that the, the first time in three weeks we've all been together again. I know, it feels a little weird, right? We got the gang back together. Aww. And we have people in our chat room. Hey, Argent Rosen. Hey, Ariolina. Thanks for joining us. Hello. I appreciate you guys. Mm-hmm. And how was your week in WoW, Toasty? Um, it was pretty quiet, honestly. Uh, didn't spend a lot of time playing last week. I had a... Uh, I had some other stuff I needed to take care of. I did manage to get, get logged in for raiding. Um, we are progressing on Daddy Denathrius. We've actually gone to Phase 3 like a, a, like a handful of times and are starting to figure that out. Getting out of Phase 2 is less of a struggle now. Um, don't get me wrong, we're still plumbing it every once in a while. But... We found a way out of it, which is great to see. Like the progression over the past, like, eh, progression over just the last week has been uh, remarkable. So I'm very optimistic for our ability to get him down before it's no longer current content. And and that, I'm not just saying that because 9.1 is likely to come out later than we would all like it to. But that's about it for me. What about what about you, Ellie? What have you been getting up to and well? Well, beyond you know, obvious raid, I'm still doing my ICC runs. Alas, there has not been uh, Invincible yet, but I'm not giving up. And I've been doing some, 
you know, little things here and there, you know, the typical doing of world quests. <laughs> I forgot where I was going with that. Doing world quests and the various chores and stuff. I'm working every week to at least upgrade a couple of my conduits in the Ma through Venari and whatnot with Stygia. But I'm, I still enjoy the Ma. I still enjoy Torghast. I'm still doing all of that, especially because one of my shadow legendaries that earlier in the expansion wasn't necessarily a good one. It's actually turning out to be a pretty good one. So I need to craft it. <laughs> so I'm doing some more Torghast now to kind of get that back up and taken care of. And I've also been taking advantage of the lull to do of do some of the Necklord Covenant campaign because I haven't had much chance while podcasting and whatnot to actually do the other Covenant stories on my alts. So I'm making some great progress with the Necklords, having a lot of fun with that. I'm starting to finally get to some of the meaty stuff with various characters that show up and do things. And instead of going to bed, I just keep doing the Necklord campaign because I'm enjoying it. So yeah, it's been really, really nice and, you know, chill, but getting a lot of things done. So it's been good. How about you, Medros? Well, as I as I said on your stream last night, Allie, um, I can confirm I played more this past week than I did the week before. Uh, did you happen to listen to the show last week where I said how much I played the week before? I did. Sure did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the time is nearly double. So still not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. <laughs> uh, and as I also said in the chat, there there's about half of it that was frustration, trying to figure out how to get Daisy on my back. And half, half of uh, admiring how fun it was. So, you know. That, that was uh, that, that was my week. I, I yeah. Um, I, I, I envision, though, uh, because I saw something on, on, uh, on Twitter that, that definitely made me... Uh, it, Oddly interested in playing WoW in in a in a place I did not expect to be wanting to play WoW anytime soon. Um, uh, have you guys ever read the the comic Dark Legacy comics? Of course. Oh yeah, it's a staple. Yeah. So, uh, their comic made me realize there's a there, there's something I'm missing, and, and I need to resolve that as soon as possible. I, I don't have the pet mirror. Ah, that one's pretty fun. My husband has that one, and he has way too much fun with that. And you can't get it for the the current Paula's charms. You have to go get the shiny charms from Legion and before. Right. What's the pet mirror? It, 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 it turns you into your pet. Oh, cool. So if your pet, say, is a, uh, a cute sloth or a cute bird that, that comes with various costumes, uh, you can... Um, use the pet mirror to become that that pet, and then have two of the same pet. But well, I do not have that one. Technically, Pepe is a toy. I know. I'm trying to bug him. Jeez, <laughs> not looking for accuracy, Ali. <laughs> Just looking for harassment levels. Come on, work with me here. I'll work with you later. I promise. I want to see it. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So, um. I think I'll probably just go farm a bunch of uh, Legion resources uh, and then just do mission tables through my app. Uh, but I don't currently have any, any resources to do any missions. So I need to go farm a bunch of those up. But 
they are plentiful if you go over to uh, to Legion Legion lands. So I should, uh, if I spend like a night out there, I should have lots of resources to uh, to fire up some uh, some pet badges through the uh, uh, through the Legion mission table. So nice. Uh, perhaps next week I can provide an, an update of how much uh, pet charm, pet charms I have. Because uh, I think I currently have like twenty eight of them, and that's it. So, but they are cross, uh, cross uh, Blizzard account bound, not not soul bound. So, oh, that's nice. Uh, so yeah, if I if I was able to do it on multiple characters, uh, I could farm them even faster, uh, which is how I currently have like six thousand uh, polished pet charms. Uh, just because I've been only doing uh, uh, pet uh, like um, pet, pet missions on my uh, BFA mission tables for all my alts, and just sending them all off to my main. So, uh, yeah, like six thousand, five six thousands around there. I, I have a lot of those things, and I was really hoping I could like find a way to like convert them back, but there's no no way to do that. So nope. I was sad, but I'll make do. Uh, but yeah, so not a lot of time in WoW, um, but uh, at least half the time in WoW was enjoyable. So I'll, I'll take that. So I guess uh, let's talk about our uh, our first sponsor. All right. So our new sponsor are the folks over at Amazon Music Unlimited. You can check them out at getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsaz, where they have over 70 million songs, thousands of playlists and artists, including our artist this week, With Confidence. Uh, With Confidence was another one of those things that kind of just came across my Amazon, like, random music fits your tastes thing. And this particular band caught my eye because they have a song called Voldemort. Uh, three guesses why I really enjoyed that. Yeah, again, again. Um, are they on your arm? Perhaps. Yeah. Painted on your flesh in ink. Yep. Yeah, that might be. Um. So yeah, it's a pop punky kind of band, and I really dig them. I checked out a bunch of the other stuff, and and you can also check out a bunch of their stuff over at getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsaz. And we want to thank Amazon Music for their support of the show. Indeed. So what's coming up this week in WoW? So this week in well, we've got the PvP Brawl Deep Six that's going from the 27th of April till the 3rd of May. We've also got the Volunteer Guard event on the 28th of April. And Darkmoon Fair is coming to town on the 2nd of May and it runs until the 8th. That's it. All right. Well, let's get into our news. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, teased a little bit in my, my opening there. Uh... The uh, the Doctors Without Borders fundraiser reached its uh, conclusion today, and uh, we were successful on Friday, and we hit a, a one million dollar goal uh, on Friday, and we had our slots I think on Saturday I think. Um, so if you want your sloth, you have to go to the the Blizzard shop. Uh, there is no cost to it, but that's the way they grant it to you, so that. You, I don't know why I, I would have thought they would have just sent it to all the accounts that are currently playing, but whatever. So the the million dollars will go to help their the Doctor of the Borders COVID nineteen efforts, uh, and uh, I was very happy to say that we actually reached our goal as well, our five hundred dollar goal, uh, with some anonymous donations near the end. 
And uh, as uh, as Toasty figured out last week, we were number fourteen out of all the organization, all the groups on the the charity drive to uh, uh, to do our thing. So I was really really happy to see that. Um, and and thank you to all of our listeners for all their generosity. Honestly, I, I thought two hundred, I thought five hundred dollars was, was maybe too much, but you guys did awesome, and uh, I'm really proud of, of this community we have here. So, um, and hey, we all get a really cool sloth. Uh, if you want to have it right of your back, like it's been shown in every piece of art I've seen, uh, slash beckon is what you're looking for, and it is uh, it's super cute. Uh, once you do that, it no longer it is no longer a pet. Um, it is a buff you have, and if you want to dismiss it from your back, you have to dismiss the buff and then resummon the pet, if you want to still have the pet out. Um, and uh, if you are cruel and uh, a terrible person, uh, you can have uh, Daisy out and then run away, and uh, Daisy will slowly, very, very slowly walk towards you. Uh, so if you feel that Daisy is needing to, to get some exercise in, get a bit of walking in, uh, you could just like go to Orbos and like just slowly walk backwards and, and make Daisy keep, walk up to you over and over if you're a cruel bastard. Uh, Ali, you you uh, you were mentioning on Twitter something about, uh, interesting about Daisy, right? Yes, I was so excited. I did a little, a little test last night for science, if you will. It was specifically done last night for the show so I could talk about it today because I was so excited to see if this could be a thing. You can basically have your very own multi-pet bonanza every time you play thanks to Daisy now. So you have Daisy, right? So you, you take Daisy out, slash beckon, she gets on your back. It's great. You get out Cap'n Crackers, my little pirate parrot buddy. You, click up, you target him, type in slash whistle, he hops onto your shoulder. And then you can get out another pet, have them on the floor like normal, like a normal pet. But wait, there's more. Because if you have the crab companion mount from the island expeditions in BFA, you can have that for your little little pet on the floor, right? So you have a pet and then a crab mount for that pet for 10 minutes. And then if you need more for your multi-pet bonanza, you can summon Toasty's very favorite friend, Pepe, to be on your head through the use of a toy. So that is so many animals hanging out with you all the time. And if you're a hunter, you got your own pets, right? So just so many, you're, you're a walking zoo basically. And if you happen to be one of the animal races, like Worgans, you know, like I am, you know, you got your Volpera, you have anyone who could be a druid, right? Just so many animals. Anytime you want it. And I was very excited and happy about that. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. You, you know what's not fun about it? <clears throat> I found out last night that if you if you have like one of the floating back trans mugs, like I have the Sinstone as a Venthyr. Right. Um Daisy takes that spot. You're, you're, I was wondering about that. I, 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 I was kind of hoping that she'd be hanging on to the Sinstone, because that would be hilarious. But realistically, I kind of knew that, I kind of expected that to happen. That the Sinstone would go away, and she'd just be hanging off my back. 
Yeah, but that would have been cool because then she'd be hanging off the sinstone. So when you do your dance, as like the night elf, you know, you do your spin like we've talked about before. She would just be like hanging on for dear life is, you know, spin, spinning around with you and stuff. Yeah, that w- and that would have been amazing <laughs> and hilarious. But unfortunately, Blizzard has deemed not to have it be so. And I'm a little I'm a little sad by it, but, you know, I'll get over it. Probably. Wait, so we were talking in the pre-show about the pet mirror thing, right? That turns you into a pet? Yes. Can you beckon Daisy while you're yes. Daisy? Yes. So you'll be Daisy with Daisy on your back? A well, larger Daisy with, yes. You'd be a sloth riding sloth. Oh, like, like little baby sloth. Daisies for days. <laughs> It'll be it'll be a little baby sloth. Oh my god! I don't know if you can have Daisy on your back and have Daisy out as a pet. I didn't check that. Oh, we'll have to try that later. Yeah, definitely for science. Of course, of course. <laughs> oh, totally for science. <laughs> or you know, one of our people in our chat room could do that test for us while we're doing the show. But you know, that's just why let us do the science for you, right? We need to verify the results ourselves. Indeed. must Independent verification. Yes, I agree. But yeah, so very excited. Uh, very happy to have Daisy. Uh, I'll be honest. There, there, there was some concern in my head. I'm like, man, it feels like we're, we're gaining ground here very slowly. About last 100k. And I'm like, man, I feel like there's at least some possibility we may not actually do this. Uh, but then donations seem to pick up uh, later last week, and yeah, now we have that. I, I don't know if they actually kept track after uh, after we were done or not. Um, I know it was ten million eight hundred eight dollars or something. Uh, yeah, they left it there. They haven't. I don't know if they just stopped accepting donations after that. Probably. Um, you mean one million? Right? I would have like, sorry, one million eight hundred eight dollars. Yes, sorry, I, I apologize if I misspoke there. Um, but yeah, so like I said, I was very happy to see uh, see ATA did so well, um, and uh, we we hit five hundred eleven dollars raised for ATA. So nice, awesome job, guys. Did you, Did you guys see on Twitter who made the final donation to kick it up over a million? I no. did not. The voice actor for Garrosh. Aww, <laughs> Garrosh redeemed. Cool. And 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 I was I was reading I was following along on Twitter. He he had intended to like put it as get like put the donation under Garrosh, just so Anduin and Garrosh would be at the top. Because right now Anduin I think is near the top of the individual contributors. I love that. But he sc- but he made a mistake and like didn't log in or didn't do whatever he needed to do to be able to do that. So it's not showing up there. But yeah, I found that uh, that was really funny. Uh, that would have been really funny to see too, but you know, it's okay. It's, in my, uh, in my Zagger head, wow? you know, hmm? Is that Zagger Wow or something? No. I do it wins the top fundraiser. And then number, number, sorry, the second top, second top fundraiser. And Zagger Wow is the top fundraiser. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that he's even on the board. Because like it might show up as an anonymous thing. Ah. 
But yeah. Well, there's was... some folks who did some really great stuff for 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 fundraising. So. Mm-hmm. So the the charity drive rate got had uh, fifty seven thousand seven hundred fifty six donations received. But there were one thousand eight hundred sixty one participants and ninety four teams. And so we were fourteen out of ninety four. That that's something you're proud of, guys. And uh, yeah, so we uh, we did really awesome. Thanks, thanks everybody for uh, for their donations to help us get two really cool pets. All right, let's move on to our next topic, shall we? Yeah, yeah, we should. Are, are you sure? Are you sure? I mean, we we should take a take, we should pass on this. Maybe we'll do it next week. I know where you live. Yes. <laughs> So I've given you my address, um, which I'm now regretting significantly. Uh, okay, so we have been told that there is an upcoming Sylvanas book. Something that I have wanted for a very long time now is a Sylvanas book. Because I feel like her story is just... All over the place. It's been going on for so long now. There's so many stories. And for a while, there be couple, there was a couple people saying, no, no, Allie, it's not going to happen. Her stories are already kind of told in the Arthas book. It's not going to happen. But I, and I almost lost hope. But I really, really wanted it. And lo and behold, we are getting it. And I am so excited. It is literally just called Sylvanas. It is written by none other than Christy Golden. It will be out November 9th. It's available now for pre-order. It's sitting in my... I am. I have pre-ordered it. It will be mine. And I'm really excited about this. So basically the whole idea... Well, here, let me read this one little sentence here. The power to achieve her goals has never been closer, as Savannah works alongside the jailer to liberate all Azeroth from the prison of fate. Her final task? Secure the fealty of their prisoner... King and Winrin. But in order to go over that, they're basically using that as the vehicle to go over her life. Because in order to make that work, she will be forced to reflect on her life. What brought her to where she is now? You know, the jailer's side. Going way back to Ranger General times and the Windrunner sisters and, you know, go over... Her death at the hands of Arthas, it's going to go over um, Edge of Night and everything that happened when she supposedly went to the mall and whatnot. And we're going to learn more about kind of those, that missing gap that happened between BFA and Shadowlands and kind of what happened, how she got where she is. And I just cannot be happier. I... Mm, I'm very excited about this and it does make me feel because we we already know that something's going to be happening in 9.1 with her and and that's that's not a spoiler like it's, it's been put out there already and this kind of makes me feel the, the timing of this makes me wonder what's actually going to happen to her in this raid and what her outcome is going to be because this does feel like a bit of potential finale onto her and her story. Like, it might be being tied up soon, maybe. But either way, there is so much to tell about her story, some of which we don't even know yet. So this is fantastic, and I'm absolutely thrilled. Obviously, I can gush for a while, but what do you guys think about it? 
Um, I, I think you kind of nailed it on the head there. I mean, w- with the timing of the story and, like, we're not going to talk about the spoilers, but I've I've looked ahead at everything and with with stu- with what we know is happening like with Sylvanas, like we know Sylvanas is taking a is play a huge part in the next raid and in the next patch. It feels like it feels like the uh oh uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not siren song. Something song. Um uh, Words completely escape my Swan brain. Swan song. Swan song. Yes, it feels. It feels like this novel is kind of Sylvanas's swan song. We're gonna. We're gonna. It sounds like we're gonna find out all of the motivations behind what she's doing, and get, and and fill in those missing pieces. And that's and this kind of story is the kind you tell before a character's story ends in one way or another. So. I'm very excited about this just to kind of fill in those guys because there are so many unknowns about Sylvanas right now. What about you, Medros? I'm very excited. Um, I'm excited for the audiobook. Uh, Could not have asked for a more appropriate narrator for this book, in my opinion. Uh, I do. Absolutely, I should be. Yeah. The the last few books they've done, they've had the voice actor for the, the lead character. Being the uh, the person who narrates the book, and I I, I think that's perfect. From uh, Anduin's character uh, voice actor uh, narrating a book where he played a, a large part in, uh, to uh, Talonji uh, Talonji's a voice actress uh, narrating the the uh, pre um, uh, the pre. BFA book there, I guess it was, uh, or whatever it was. Like I just, I, I love that they're they're bringing people in whose voices we're familiar with as players of the game, and I think that's the perfect way to do this. Um, as for the story, I mean, I don't sense much room for redemption for uh, for her, but uh, I I do look forward to seeing how. This is written, and I'm very, very, very excited for another Christy Golden novel. I really love her writing. Um, if there's anybody who could who could find a way to make me care about Sylvanas and feel empathy for Sylvanas, I feel like this is the, the author who can do it. Um, so I'm really excited for this, and I'm really excited to see uh, how this book turns out. Um, yeah, uh, November's way too far away for this uh uh <laughs> to, ha- for, to have to wait that long so i was gonna i was gonna ask uh, given given the timeline for the release of this novel like how does that make you guys feel about when 9.1 could potentially release well i was thinking oh, I, 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 I was thinking about that and i feel like they may be giving people a chance to go through the raid and see what happens in the raid and get that out well and good before this drops. So you, 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 so you think that you feel as though this is intentionally placed so that it will be after nine point one. I think so. At least after it's been out for a bit, and everyone has had a chance to experience what it may be, or at least have looked it up on YouTube or whatnot. How about you, Medros? 
Uh, this is releasing November 9th, right? Right. Uh, so, you know, I figure, like, November 23rd for a release of 9.1 is pretty good. <laughs> no, 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 we, we can't have the first patch of an expansion last that long. <laughs> now, now, keep in mind, when a new patch happens, usually the raid does not drop right away. Right. So... You're right. The raid so, drops versus, you know, 9.1 might be the, a little bit the, ra- the raid, okay, the patch drops on November 9th. We ha- have a chance to read it while we're getting ready for the new raid. And the raid drops around the 23rd. Yeah, perfect. No, 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 the, 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 no. the expansion cannot celebrate a birthday before we get a new raid. <laughs> Hey, it'll give you lots of time to focus on Denathrius. You won't have to worry, no stress. You're good. If we're still working on Denathrius seven months from now, something is wrong. We got him down to 34%. Okay, if we're still working on it in November, something is really wrong. Yeah, because I, I know that I know that, that was a bit of a discussion that was being had online. You know, the uh, the timeline of the release versus the release of 9.1. I know, like, I, I am of the opinion still that we're likely seeing like a late summer release and anybody like thinking like anything past that would just be beyond excessive i mean right now a late summer release is excessive i must say i take a thoroughly large amount of joy from freaking out raiders and 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 content creators for this game and suggesting that the second the first patch of the like for true content patch could be around the anniversary of the expansion's launch. Uh, you're one of take... those content creators. <laughs> yeah, yeah, imagine but... the news drought there, Medros. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to wait that long. <laughs> Let's be clear there. Um, I, 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 I would be truly, truly worried about the state of the game if we were looking at a November release for nine point one. However. The reaction I get from people when I suggest that is just it it it, it makes me laugh and makes me smile. I, I don't feel this is a, this is an accurate accurate date, but just the idea of it coming of this this being a nine point one prequel novel. Um, that that just there's a bit of a bit of a nice taste on my on my tongue from that idea of of that. That being the date. I'm just saying, uh, it would amuse me if that was uh, ended up being the date. Even amuse- though I think that would be really bad for the game. Amuse and horrify, right? Amuse and horrify? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, something I enjoy, to get this back on track a bit, is, yeah, absolutely, Patty should be the one narrating this. I'm so glad she is, because she is Sylvanas. And... Because she does Sylvanas' voice so well, I think it's going to really bring this book to life. And the cover of it is really cool because the top half of it is Sylvanas, as we know how she looks, you know, these days. But the bottom half of it, kind of, you know, reflected, is Ranger General Sylvanas Windrunner. And just the opposing sides there and knowing that we're going to see her whole story, um, it's so good. And I'm very... Very excited about this. If you couldn't tell. Really? I yeah. didn't notice. I know, it's surprising. I, I mean, I totally didn't expect a death threat, you know, uh, writing a novel. 
Yeah, Medros was all like, gonna take it away from me and be the one to talk about that so I could talk about Daisy, and I was not gonna let that happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I noticed. (laughs) I I, I definitely had a notice there of uh, this being very thing you're passionate about, and I have full respect for your passion and my life. Yep. (laughs) So, moving on, something else that I'm excited about is some more details about flying. Indeed. So, we were talking last week, and we weren't quite sure. There was some conflicting information. Uh, Data mine stuff from the patch seemed to conflict with what people were hearing online, and we weren't sure what we're going to look be looking at for flying uh, once the patch hits. Um, and, uh, you know, happy days, guys. Uh, it looks like we'll be able to fly after 9.1 launches within a, within a couple weeks, maybe even. Uh, two to three weeks after the patch launches, uh, we should be able to fly in the four zones of Shadowlands. That is exciting. Um... I, I, I'm not going to lie. Uh, after the last several expansions, I fully expected this to be a late patch uh, achievement. Uh, I figured we would get this thing like 70 or 80 renown, uh, maybe 75 renown, so it's not quite at the end. But to get it three weeks in, uh, totally excited by that. And... Um, yeah, uh, it's going to be in, in Chapter 3 of the 9.1 campaign, and we should be getting those, I think, once a week, maybe even more than once a week, I'm not sure. Uh, and again, this is a cross-account unlock, so one character is all who has to do this. Uh, everybody, everybody else on your account gets that, so. We'll be flying soon, guys. You know, we'll be flying before Christmas, like, just before Christmas. You're horrible. I am. I am horrible. <laughs> uh, I, I can't even argue that. Uh, I can't even argue that. That's yeah. 100%, I, I'm horrible. I, I believe it was specified somewhere that it was specifically renowned 49 where it was getting where where we would see the unlock. I can't for the life of me find that source anywhere anymore. But I remember that. I remember seeing that number somewhere when in relation to flying. So 49. AKA two or three weeks out. Yeah, I I know it was in our show notes. I thought yesterday last week, but I don't know. I'm sure it's here somewhere. I just don't remember. <laughs> uh oh, it's probably probably in the renowned rewards and titles. I think. No, it wasn't there this year. Uh okay, so I think it was actually in there. Un- they're flying in nine point one. Yeah, okay, so that's that's where I found it. So. Uh, as of the data mining, we thought it was renowned 59. Um, and then Muffin has said uh, it would be actually, actually quite early in the campaign and that we'd see it on the PTR next week. And that was last, that was on, on uh, the 16th. So, uh, yeah, so that's where we kind of got that information from last week. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we now have a, a more solid answer on that. And, uh, we will have it soon. Uh, before we do on to anything else, Ali, uh, speaking of flying, uh, you, you might want a new mount or two. Uh, yes. Let's get your thoughts on some of those new mounts we had. Uh, if you need, I have the link to the, the models for all the new mounts. I looked it up last night and actually wrote a list. I have an actual pen and paper list. So 
just really quick. Some of my favorites here. The, all the chargers, like the Mossworn charger. I like that the flavor text for it says the fate of all horse mounts because we have so many freaking horse mounts in this game. But the, the chargers look really, really cool. Who doesn't need a good hand mount, right? I mean, I need a good hand mount. I was going to say no comment. <laughs> that is exactly the and response I was expecting. Thank you, gentlemen. And that, and that was Toasty's <laughs> exact response, yes. <laughs> I've been planning that one for like a week. Um, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, good times. So the um, the battle hardened Aquilins, whatever, what, those all look really, really cool. Uh, the Tane Mauler, actually, I like it more than I was expecting, I have to say. Obviously, the Wilderlings, the, you know, the Falcors, they, they will be mine. I am Night Fae, like that's that's just that's a must. And the shard hide. There's like a purpley looking one. It's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of mounts. More than I was expecting there to be that I really want from 9.1. So super excited. So uh, on a, a scale of one to ten, how awesome are the Wilderlings? One to ten. I'll give it and until that's hard to judge until I see them in person. And see myself actually on them. I think from from pictures, I will give it a solid 8.5. And then I think once I see them in person, I'll probably bump that up to a 10. Maybe a 9.5. We'll see. But they look really cool. I'm super excited about them. I already have a soul shape that looks kind of similar to those. Not, not quite 100%, but pretty similar. And I'm really, really liking it. Of course, once I get my frog or turtle soul shape, it will immediately replace that. But that's okay, because by then I'll have them out. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, uh, now that we're talking about mounts and flying and such, uh, <laughs> let's talk about some uh, some Mythic Plus stuff. Right, so like we talked about a little bit last week about some of the changes that are coming to Mythic Plus, and we've got some more details about some of those things, including some new rewards that are coming um, for Mythic Plus people. So one of the things that's being added back into the game, for those of you who completed uh, the challenge modes back in the day, you remember one of the perks being that you could teleport to them. Uh, when I think it was when you completed all of them on gold... Or a certain side, certain certain level of difficulty, anyway. Well, that reward is coming back. Um, it does come with a pretty high barrier of entry. You have to complete and time every single dungeon at Mythic plus twenty. So not a lot of people are getting that, but you're one of the few get it. If you're one of the few do that, congratulations! You'll be able to teleport directly to the dungeon entrance, which is really. Cool and convenient, and I'm I'm sure very useful for the people for the kind of people who are pushing that kind of content. Another thing we talked about last week is the addition of um, a Mythic Plus score, which is similar to the Raider.io scores that um, a lot of Mythic Plus people are using these days. But it's like it's like we said last week, it's something that's going to be directly integrated to the game. So. With Mythic Plus, we, we, with, the, with that Mythic Plus score system, we got a little more information about it. Uh, for one, we we know that it will be visible to 
the dungeon group that you are applying for, so it's something that everybody will be able to see when you're trying to get into a a dungeon group. And they they view that as they're, they're viewing this scoring system with a an I two having similar progression to PvP. However, that's implemented. We don't one hundred percent know yet, but they're kind of eyeing that sort of progression for it. Um, uh, what the way the score is calculated is basically you're going to get a base score for completing the dungeon, and uh, you'll get. Uh, and other scoring factors are going to be considered in there, whether or not that's uh, that's number of deaths or whatever. Like some, like there will be other factors that, uh, considered there that they're still kind of working out the kinks for. Uh, one other thing they're looking at doing in more of an attempt to kind of entice people to actually complete keys when these affixes are kind of on the table. Uh, bonuses for completing Mythic Plus dungeons on either tyrannical, with either the tyrannical or fortified affixes attached to it. Uh, another thing about the Mythic Plus score is um, they're considering using that as prerequisites for certain things going forward. Um, the, the, the item listed in the interview that Ian did was uh, the ability to upgrade gear for Valor. It's something that maybe going forward that would be the that would be the the, determina the the determining factor for you to be able to upgrade gear past a certain level for Valor. Uh, so that's like that's what we know of the Mythic Plus score system so far. Uh, Ali, Medros, do you guys have any thoughts on on the system, how it's being implemented, whether or not you think it's a good idea. I definitely have been wanting to know more about it. So now that we have more, I don't know. I do. I do like that there, there will be at least a base score for completing the dungeon. So that's something because how many times have you been running a high level key and you can't quite time it? But you can at least finish it. So, like, that's that's something. You you get credit for at least, you know, trying. <laughs> I think it's funny that you get bonuses for completing on Tyrannical and Fortify. Because those are the two I don't care about as much. Because they don't stress me out. They probably should, but they don't. <laughs> it's the other ones that stress me out as a healer. I, I'm really curious about the other scoring factors. I like that we might be able to do, you know, some Valor Point upgrades based on this. And how that would play out. I am a little concerned about how this is actually going to play out in the community over time, though. Because I can see this being one of those things that it could turn into something very toxic, unfortunately. If, you know, people are looking hardcore into the score. Because, I mean, we've seen right now with Radio Raider IO. You know, many groups, when they're putting it out there, they want a certain Raider IO or you're, or you're out. <laughs> they don't care how good you are. It's all about that Raider IO. I do know that Blizzard wanted to implement their own thing because they wanted more factors to be a part of the score. So I'm hoping that that works out better than the Raider IO requirements. But I don't know if it will. 
But for those who at least have a, you know, regular group of friends that they do them with or whatever, then I can see this being, you know, obviously not as toxic. So it's definitely interesting. And I'm glad they're doing this. I'm just really curious to know how it's going to work out. I mentioned this last week, and I think my initial worry is that it's going to have the same effect that item level scoring had right. uh, when it was int- when it was like made a proper part of the Blizzard of the WoW ecosystem, I guess, for lack of a better term. Because prior to Cataclysm, because I think I, I want to say that that system was made part of the game in Cataclysm, but prior to that, I know for sure in Wrath, it was a separate add-on that that um, calculated your gear score and we've seen we've seen how that's affected like the whole pugging scene yeah since then and I'm worried that it'll have a similar effect like that mythic plus scores will have a similar effect on the ability to pug going forward because you know, with Raider IO, at least it was it was a thing. It's a it, it's it was a thing that, for the people who are super hardcore about it, you know, all like everybody had it. So you know, it was it was you know there for the people who wanted it. But now that it's going to be available to everybody, I can see that presenting problems for that whole pug scene going forward. Some people just don't care about that stuff. They're like, yeah, we'll take, we'll take whoever, and, you know, I'm just trying to finish it. I don't care if we time it. That is true. That is true. And now people are going to have something like, no, this person is not very good based on these scores. We're not going to bother. Or people who, like, aspire, or, or the people who, like, uh, are hardcore min-maxers and will only take the best that they, that they can, and, um... Uh... For lack of a better way of putting it, they they the their place the way they play doesn't necessarily uh, allow for that kind of attitude. I guess if you if you if you catch my drift, like they are also very bad, and they're looking for very good players based on their mythic eye on, on their mythic score. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm trying Curious. to say. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I I, 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 no impact on me at all. But you guys do that, so. Oh, lost my I train think, of thought. <laughs> I think it's right now. It's one of those things, and I, I wasn't here last week, so I didn't get a chance to really dive into it too much. And I won't go into it too much now. But with the new Torgas scoring, it's one of those things where I'm interested to see what they're doing with it. But I think until we actually see it play out and feel it for ourselves. I don't really know yet how I feel. Okay. Makes sense. All right. Well, we'll move on to some of the other things that are kind of improving around the Mythic Plus system. Um, Anybody who's done Mythic Pluses and is mostly plugging them, you know that the search tool is terrible. It It is freaking awful and needs improvement and looks like Blizzard has acknowledge that, and they're looking at ways of improving that. Um, they want to give people more... They want to they, they, they try to give people more options for putting their group together, you know, because some people um, aren't looking at 
timing a dungeon. They just want to complete it. So they want to look at the, at being able to better differentiate between those two those those two very different mindsets. Because people are, people may not necessarily be super upfront about about their intentions, or you know, they just forget that to put like, hey, we're not trying to we're not trying to beat we're not trying to time. We just we just want to finish it for our great vault loot. So that's something that they're, that they're looking at considering uh, fixing, uh, and just looking at you know going with specific dungeons and hopefully like a proper way of saying like I want only this level, please. Because the few times I've tried to pug Mythic Plus is like, it's been impossible to find a, a specific key level that I want. And I know that the search tool gives you plus or minus whatever key level you enter, but it doesn't make it very obvious. It just looks like, it just looks like the tool is broken when you try searching it. So fixing that, fixing the search tool would be fantastic. Love that. Please. Uh, outside of the search tool, they're looking at addressing some of the different affixes and how they affect different uh, different roles within a dungeon group. Specifically, right now, they're kind of looking at some of the affixes that have a more negative impact on melee versus ranged characters. Because... Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in melee already, and some of the affixes just straight up don't help with that. I'm looking at you, storming and spiteful. <laughs> so hopefully, we see some more improvements in that as well. But that's that was all that that was all that we've heard about with some changes to Mythic Plus going forward. Hopefully, we see some of these things implemented, specifically the, the search tools and. Less punishing affixes for melee, please. Yeah, uh, Ali, um, we, we you weren't here last week. We didn't get to talk to you a lot about. We didn't get to talk to you about some of the stuff that's coming in nine point one. You touched on some things that have interested you already. That kind of spoke out. That that, that kind of stuck out. You know, with, between mounts and the Torghast thing. Any anything else that kind of comes to mind that you're looking forward to that doesn't spoil people. <laughs> Right, because if we're talking lower stuff, I mean, we're, we're going to be here for a while and all sorts of spoilers. But outside of my excitement with that, I am intrigued with the new legendary ranks for, well, the, the legendaries and how that's going to work out. Because one of my worries was that they're going to create, you know, brand new currency and all the soul ash we have now is useless and it's going to be converted to sad amount of silver or something. I was I was a worried about that. So it's interesting this whole, you know, the two new ranks and no soul ash cost associated with those. Instead mm -hmm. we have other currencies, but they're they, they they haven't said anything about converting the soul ash we have now. Right. So, so that's the, something. So with the with the upgrading the different legendaries, there's a specific item. It's called the vestige, the vestige of yeah. vestige of something or whatever. Origins. And, yeah. yeah, and I, there's I think it's blacksmiths, leather workers, tailors, tailors, crafters. Yeah, yeah. Like they're they're able to craft that and whatnot. And I think there was there was something about mega soul ash in the PTR. I I, don't know, I believe the names has since changed. 
It has, which is unfortunate because I was going to add that to my list of how to properly say it because it's mega. Yeah, well, we so, can't. Yeah. And, and, and that's why I didn't say it the way you would normally say something that is mega because they changed yeah. the name. It's no longer mega. It's exactly. just whatever it's, it's called now. <laughs> I, I can't even remember what it's called now. They should have just it's stuck with mega soul. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, oh no, cinders. Soul cinders or something like that. There's something with cinders in there. That's boring. Right, like mega soul ash would be better, but at the same time, it does feel kind of silly. So. I get that, but then Cinders makes it feel smaller. Less, cause small, right? It's like Cinders, I think, small. I don't know. Anyways, um, I think I like the idea of the Shard of Domination gems. At first, I was a little worried because I don't want it to turn into one of those things where, you know, for example, for a while, a lot of PvE players and raiders felt like they had to go PvP to get loot. And now we have the Shard of Domination which is specific for, you know, raid loot enhancement. And so I don't want it to be one of those things where PvPers, for example, feel like they have to go raid in order to get loot. And I'm hoping it's not going to be that if it really is unique abilities for raiding. So we'll see how that kind of works out when we get more dominate one, uh, sorry, more details on the shards of domination. Um, but I'm definitely keeping an eye on that because that's intriguing to me. And like I said, Torghast, I, I'm really eager to know how that's going to work out. I like that they're removing the death counter. I like that they're removing Mr. T, you know, the Terragru, and that there's a, like a, an actual like story reason for it. And, and that's pretty cool. And I don't, I don't, it's, it's the rating score part. I just, I don't know how I feel about that yet. So we'll see. Um, there, um, there was one thing I wanted to get your thoughts on, particularly because of your, because you know you do the PV, the end game PVE stuff, covenant specific legendaries. Yeah, you know it's one of those things where I, I we'll see. I, mm, like it's one of those things where I just I'm a little worried that they're just going to just be trying to force too many things and I'm worried that it's going to turn into another one of those where people who enjoy min-maxing and that's how they choose to play the game are going to be feeling like they have to switch covenants around and that kind of thing to get the, the best legendary for the covenant and I worry that that's going to add another layer of needless complication to the game. Yeah, I mean, I was looking at uh, the warrior one specifically, and like the 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 warrior one has the and I love. First of all, I love that the right now the only warrior one in is Venthyr. Thank you, Blizz. <laughs> but it it just looks so good. Like, how can you not say no to this? Unless the other ones are just hands down the better choice but right now I mean basically whenever you use execute you you extend your recklessness duration and like if you spam it enough does that just mean your recklessness goes on for forever and recklessness is super important like it's a super important cooldown to like the warrior rotation or whatever and 
Like that that could be really good and really broken. Right. See, it's hard because it's hard to really talk about this too much because as of now, there's no information about the priest ones right. or any of the tunes. I mean, we have we actually have three now for Warrior that's being reported. And we have all four. Nope, we have three for Mage. We have four for Druids and four de- for Death Knight. So this is definitely still a work in progress. I think I think really what it comes down to is I'm worried that this is going to be another issue for balancing. Yeah. And there we have a hard time balancing with all the various layers that they put in there right now. So this feels like yet another, maybe. Especially with the impact the legendaries can have on on the overall numbers and stuff like that. Like just augmentations to certain abilities or whatever. I mean, you can you can get those out to a reasonable level, probably, but. Legendaries have such a huge impact on like the raw numbers, depending on the legendary and ah, uh, like this warrior one just looks so good, and I don't know how anybody says no to it. I'm already planning to turf my current legendary in favor of this one because it's just unreal. <laughs> now for my blood decays, that's one I'm taking through a neck lore campaign. I will say I'm actually really excited <laughs> about that. And I've not I've not crafted any of her legendaries yet. I'm slowly getting the soul ash up for that because DKs and Torghast is actually a lot of fun. But the Necrolord one for DKs basically makes slappy hands last longer. Okay. And and enemies that it pulls in. Cause if if an enemy is close enough, but not like in your like you know, range of melee, it'll actually pull them into you, which is pretty cool. And the ones who are pulled in takes 10% increased damage from you for 12 seconds. Um, and I really like slappy hands. I think it's a lot of fun. And so making it last longer in, you know, day to day life and not just in Torghast when I'm having way too much fun with it I, is pretty cool. So it's, you know, it's another one of those. We'll, we'll see. I'm a little nervous about it, though. I will say, I'm a little nervous. Yeah, that's that's definitely where I'm falling on that whole thing. Well, unless you have anything else you'd like to talk about from 9.1, I think it's time to talk about our next sponsor, right, Mendris? Indeed, so. It is time to talk about our second sponsor, which is the great folks over at Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. Now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Now, Ali, you weren't here last week, but we are still continuing our journey with Merry Band of Pirates. Um, this is book six, uh, Mavericks. Um, and uh, they're, they're taking a trip back to paradise to... to Visit some old friends in a really weird way. So let's give it a bit of listen to this. I had to let Skippy's shocking last statement roll around in my brain for a moment before I could speak. Perkins and her team are not on paradise. Nope. Skippy clarified unhelpfully. Crap. Damn it. That pilot, Eileen, Irene, he corrected me. Irene, yeah. She didn't, like, take a wrong turn or something. Ah, uh, no, Joe. Well, 
I assume they didn't win a fabulous vacation cruise, so how the hell— Joe, while playing twenty questions with you would be immensely entertaining for me, we should jump away from here first. Oh, yeah. Desai. I checked the list on the command chair's armrest. Wherever we had to go to rescue Perkins, we first had to stop by a gas giant planet to fill the Dutchman's depleted fuel tanks. Jump option Alpha. Aye, aye, Captain, Desai replied and pressed a button. The only change on the main bridge display was the faint dot of the local star had disappeared because we were now in interstellar space. So that is, again, book six uh, of the Expeditionary Force series called Mavericks, written by Craig Allenson, narrated by R.C. Bray. And it is one, again, I love the series. It's so much fun to read. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you just got to listen to the first book and, and I think you'll get hooked to it just like I was. Really fun series, and uh, there is some swearing here and there, but it's actually pretty tame, um, and and not not overly like it's not it's not like Sam Jackson is reading this book. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so definitely check it out. Uh, and we want to thank Otto for sponsoring the show uh, again. Check them out at bit.ly/slash/ata/reads2021. And uh, yeah, thanks to them. Again, for sponsoring the show. Time for our question of the week. Uh, go ahead. All right. So our question of the week from last week was, which of the datamine mounts are you going to be chasing in 9.1? Jared RPG says, hmm, either the Mossworn horse or the Mawhand. I can't decide. Shantyman says, probably Mawhand. Then I'll work on archaeology to get the hand pet to have out while riding the Mahan. Oh, <laughs> I never considered that. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I think that's a bit handsy, isn't it? A little bit, but you know what? I'm okay with that. I am too. Argent Rose says, hmm, so any of the new Charger mounts looks amazing. The Fallen Chargers reigns in particular. I also love the new wild wilderlings. Those look pretty cool too. Wookie BH says, I won't be able to get it. I never get AOTC. But the Savannah's Mount Vengeance Reigns, I think, has some interesting flavor text I'd like to see in person. That one is really cool. I think that one's actually from getting it done in Mythic. But it does look really good. Uh Hyrule Master 77 says, definitely the Gravewing, though honestly, I love them all. Followed by several emojis showing love. Uh <laughs> Beastmaster Rika says, I'm in the minority, but the Wolf Serpent slash Balderling Night Fae mounts, that or the Razor Wings, the Corthia version of Hunter's Wolf Hawks. Um, I, don't, I don't think you're in the minority with the Balderlings. Those are those look really cool. I was going to yeah. say, I, I haven't seen a lot of discourse about the Balderlings being a not great mount. In fact, I've, a lot of people I've seen... I've seen talking about it, seem to really like it. I think their only complaint is really that it's based off that cloud serpent mount, which can make a little some people a little sick. But yeah, um, yeah. So very good answers. Uh, I'm I'm thoroughly surprised there was no Sarah first answer this week. Uh, I I had definitely expected some interesting answer from him, uh, especially with hands in the in the news. Like, um, like we gave him, we gave him a, a layup with a mount question. There was so much potential. Yes, yes. Uh, very disappointed, Seraphis. Uh, please do better next time. 
<laughs> uh, next week's question is, how do you feel about the upcoming changes to Mythic Plus and the integration of the Mythic Plus score? I feel like we've pretty much discussed this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that's pretty much my summary right there. Uh, all right. Uh, time for shout outs. Uh, Allie, you first, since you haven't done one in a couple weeks. Well, my shout out is going to be to you guys for covering for me last week and being so supportive and wonderful. And of course, to the Colorado Avalanche for clinching their playoff spot. Toasty, how about you? I wasn't going to do a hockey related thing, but now I am. Go for it. Do it. Make it happen. Uh, shout out to the St. Louis Blues who have beat the Colorado Avalanche two games in a row now. Oh, you love to see it. Yes, good job beating not our main goalie and, and testing keeping, things for playoffs. And, and, and keeping the most offensive line in hockey right now to one point. Yeah, I'll take that. Good job. Good job. <laughs> how are you How are you doing those standings there? How's, uh, how's the playoffs looking for you? Uh, we're in as of right now. Oh, are you? Are you clinched? No. Okay, but, but you're but in we, as of now. Okay. Yeah. All right. And also, we don't have all of our defensemen. Like that, we have a lot of people. We had a lot of people hurt tonight, apparently, and uh, we and they were the line. The 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 mostly AHL line was the one that shut down the top line, which is surprising. I did not expect that. <laughs> that is a little surprising. Not gonna lie, but it's good. It's a good lesson for us. It's good. Thank you for thank you for helping with that humility and whatnot. Right. Yeah, I mean, we do have a tendency to get cocky, so it's good to kind of put them in their place once in a while and be like, hey, you're not that great. Keep working. Don't give up yet. Um, my, my second more serious shout out. Sh- um, shout out. Clearly, I have hockey <laughs> on the brain. <laughs> my, second, not a shout out, my second more serious shout out is um, I know we've been talking about this kind of thing a lot lately, but it's also very important to talk about it. I feel like it should be talked about more. Um, this past year and a bit has been rough on everybody, so I want to give a shout out to everybody who's kind of having a hard time mentally. It's like I said, it's been a really rough year, and you know, I want to say don't be ashamed to reach out to your friends or family for help, or if you have the means to, or the if you have the means or ability to, there's no shame in reaching out to have to to get some sort of professional help. There's there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, and it's a hard step to take for a lot of people, but I promise you that it is 100% worth it once you find the right fit. So shout out to everybody who's kind of dealing with those things and know that there are, there are avenues for, in which you can get help when you're struggling with that kind of stuff. Very much so. Absolutely. I'm going to say I'm very surprised that I am not me tooing somebody here because I, I fully expected that some, one of you two would have uh, one or both of my uh, shout outs tonight. So uh, my first shout out is to Taliesin and Evatel. Uh They had their fifth birthday from their YouTube channel. Uh, so well done. Uh, you guys do an awesome, awesome production and uh uh, I, I'm really happy to see you know where you guys have, are going and, and the, the path and trajectory you guys are on with your channel. Uh, don't know if they'll ever hear this, but uh, awesome job to you, to them. Um, my second one is to Jeff Kaplan. 
Uh, he announced that he was leaving Blizzard uh, this week, and um, he he was he always very um, interesting as a, a, a lead of, of a game um, when he's leading Overwatch, and I'm very excited to see what he goes to next. Um, but I'm also sad to, that he will be departing Blizzard, um, and I hope that uh, whoever takes over his role at Overwatch um, is half the uh, the awesomeness that he has brought to the table uh, in the time he's been with Blizzard. Yes, shout out to Papa Jeffy Cap Cap, aka Tig Old Biddies. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, so. Um, I think that's about it. So let's uh let's let's get out out of here and do our outro. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call one seven eight five ATA WOW five or one seven eight five two eight two nine six nine five. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com. If you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash all things AZ. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Ali's show at DungeonFables.com and Toasty's stream at twitch.tv slash ToastyPostyCan. You can find us on Twitter at AllThingsAZ. Medros is at Medros. Fandeth is at Fandeth. Toasty is at ToastyPostyCan. And Ali is at AliAndrusK. And you can find the network at Dawnforge. And please check out the other shows from the Dawnforge network, including GroupQuest. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care. Happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of more patch news. I got nothing. Bye. Copyright 2021 Dawn Forge Productions. Head to the dawnforge.com for more information.